I am so, so excited, everybody, to have Karen on the show. She's going to be talking about exploring the heart of abundance. And Karen and I have known each other through the podcast webinar world for a few years now. Actually, it's quite a few years, actually, I think. But, uh, yeah, so we've talked quite a few times, and we'll get into a little bit more about what this Fog City Psychic is all about and how she has different ideas about the abundance, you know, the secret, the Moses Code, all that kind of stuff. So we'll get into that with her and give, get her take on that. And then also toward the end of the webinar, Karen will be taking questions. As an intuitive guide and psychic channel, Karen is an advocate, really, for practicing and practical intuitive development. And she works with clients all over the world in private intuitive sessions and then also creates classes designed to increase awareness of our intuitive ability and then also helps to further individualize the development of each and every person with the level that they're at. She also offers in-person and online circles for intuitive readings, which I have yet to join, but that sounds like such a cool idea, right? Because I have home circles mm -hmm. to open up to people all over the world. Woohoo! That is so much fun. That is really cool. So this is in a collective intention setting and support type arena, and I love that. And Karen is also the long-running host of Out of the Fog with Karen Hager podcast, which I mentioned earlier, on Empower Radio, and else is also the co-founder of Opening the Peaceful Heart, A Call for Love. So we'll have to find out a little bit more about that. Sure. So you can find out about Karen at KarenHager.com as well as the Empower Radio Show. So, Karen, without further ado, I am so excited to have you on. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. There are very few things that make me put on my grown-up clothes. So this is, well, waist up, grown-up clothes, waist down, nah, yoga pants and, and happy thoughts. <laughs> but for you, grown-up clothes. Aw, I appreciate that so much. And yes, you do have your big girl clothes on, and I'm so excited <laughs> to see you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you. Yeah, because it's not too often. You know, we, we do podcasts and stuff like that, and we see pictures of people, but to do it live is just such a cool, cool thing. Yeah. And then also, for those of you people who are on the Facebook page, I just want to mention that while it is live on Facebook right now, I will not be monitoring the comments there. If you want to get in and talk to Karen live, you do need to lick out, click on that little Zoom link that's up above or down below wherever you're looking at on the, on the webinar. And you'll get right in and then we'll see your lovely face just like ours <laughs> on the live Zoom. <laughs> so anyways, um, you know what? How long have you known that you were a psychic or a medium? Um, I'm not a medium, so, and you know this difference, right? So a medium is someone who connects you with your loved ones in spirit. I am an intuitive guide, I'm a psychic channel. My gift is not connecting people with their loved ones who've passed over. Um, but I've known I was wacky like this since as long as I can remember. So one of my first memories is of telling my guides to shut up and go away. 
because they used to talk to me. I used to see stuff and know stuff and I didn't want it. And so one of my earliest memories, I know, isn't this spiritual of me? One of my earliest no, memories. No, it actually sounds like mediumship. What do you know? Because um, I know a lot of mediums who only work with spirit guide and angels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it depends too. There's that we have different understandings of what these terms mean. These terms get really loaded. When I say psychic for a long time, I heard you say Fog City Psychic. And for a long time, that was my name. I didn't use my real name. I promoted myself. My website was fogcitypsychic.com. And it was maybe seven or eight years ago that I switched to using my real name. So Karen nice. Hager, Intuitive Guide, Psychic Channel. Those words get so loaded. Some people hear psychic and they think, cross my palm with silver, right? You will meet a handsome stranger. Some people hear medium and they think this is going to be really scary because my loved one in spirit is angry at me. And when I look for a message, instead of hearing that message of love, which is what you hear, I'm going to hear that they're disappointed. And so I think the words we use are, are really important. So I've known I was weird like this since I was a child. I spent about the first 40 some years of my life trying not to be psychic. So... <laughs> It, and it was great. It was very, very successful. Uh, um, so I would push those experiences down. And of course, anything you, you push down comes, pops back up and hits you in the face. So my experiences with my intuitive ability were scary because I would suppress, 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 explosion, and then suppress, suppress, suppress. And I didn't get it. When I was in my early 40s, I had a series of um, medical things happening to me. I had three surgeries in a very short period of time without really enough time to recover between the surgeries. After each one of those, my intuitive abilities were stronger than they'd been before I went in. And by the time I was in the recovery period from the third surgery, I realized I was going to have to, I was going to have to do something about this. I was going to have to get my arms around it. Otherwise I'd either be nuts or I'd have to shut everything down forever. So I began to take intuitive development classes. I began slowly to open up and it wasn't long before then I was doing the work that I'm doing now. I feel sad that I couldn't have had more years of doing this work because I love it and I feel like it's important work in the world without sounding stuck up. But I also understand that I probably wasn't ready for it until I was in my forties. So, and that was, I'm now, older than 40 and I've been, and I've been doing this for about 11 years going on 12 now working this way. Mm -hmm. You know it's interesting because like you I experienced things in my childhood and I also did not think that this I would never be able to do this as a career. It hadn't even crossed my mind. Right. You know you build a real career, you get a real job, you know. <laughs> and me too, it was a medical health incident that put me on this path you know if you look back at it it really was that oh my gosh I was I didn't so know that. not into this you know I played with it you know when I was young but again I got scared put it down for 15 years you know yeah. so it I would have never thought we could do this as a career for god's sake no I, I think you know? it's um I think it is something that only a few people are called to do it's something that that people try um, but it is, it takes a kind of a dedication. You probably know about me that one of the paths I was on, I went to seminary and I was training for ordination in the Episcopal church. So I worked and taught and preached in churches for a long time and I'm not ordained. I'm not a minister. I did not follow through with that. But one of the things that I feel like is similar to the work that I do now into that path, 
when you say, spirit, move through me, work through me, help me get out of the way so that you can bring messages of love and comfort and encouragement and wisdom, you're dedicating your life. You're saying yes to a path that's going to take a big commitment. And that big commitment is not right for everybody. And not everybody's called to that path. I've taught intuitive development for a long time now. And I, one of the things I try to help my students understand is that we all have intuitive gifts and we are called to use them in the way that's right for us. So you might be a, an accountant or a dental hygienist or a brain surgeon or a truck driver. You can hone and use your intuitive abilities in the way that still fit. You don't have to realize you're psychic and then all of a sudden go and be a professional psychic because I think that's open to only really a few special or odd or I don't know. Um, only to the very strange we get to do this path, but it's a it's a limited field. <laughs> it's interesting too, you know. The, the I love listening and learning how people actually get into this, yeah. because let's face it, we're just the weirdos. We're the strange people. <laughs> yes, we are. And I, the best people, it. don't you think? The weird ones are the yeah. best ones. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about the abundance like how to gain abundance whether physical mental spiritual whatever and so what do you think are some of the common misconceptions about abundance and and how to manifest and all that kind of stuff i here's the biggest one i think is that abundance is the thing we don't have abundance is the thing that's outside of us right abundance is the thing that we like yes. look for and reach for, strain for, oh, I got to get it. It's that money I don't have, that love I don't have, that peace I don't have, that joy I don't have, the safety I don't have. The biggest misconception is that abundance is something outside of you. Mm -hmm. And number two, that because it's outside of you, you must go through a series of certain steps, practices, rules to follow because otherwise you won't get that abundance. It's outside of you, there's a way to get it, but it's a secret. And if you know the secret, you should get it. And if you take number three, if you take those steps and don't receive that thing outside of you that you're reaching for, you did a bad job. There's something wrong with you. What's the matter with you? Everybody right. else got it. Right. And those three things, part of the reason that I'm putting together this material, this is I'm writing a class called Heart of Abundance. And one of the reasons I'm called to do this is because I hear from so many people the, the pain with which they hold their relationship with abundance and prosperity. That's, that's wrong. That's, that's not how this works. This is not a game where you try to outfox the other person to take it before they can get it. Right. Abundance is our connection with divine love that can never, ever be taken. We operate from that place of abundance in everything we do. What we can change is our awareness of operating in that flow of abundance. And when we do, who boy, do things start to change when we do that. So those I think are the misconceptions. It's outside of ourselves. There are secret rules to get there. And if you follow the rules and still don't get there, you're, you've been a naughty, naughty person. Right. Or it'll never happen or you're not good enough or you're not yeah. smart enough or whatever. Right. right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you're looking at the law of abundance, what do you consider the, the real principle of abundance or the most important thing that everybody, everybody needs to know? Um, 
for me, and this is, to me, this is true like gravity is true, okay? It's true whether you acknowledge it or not. It's true if you, whatever. To me, the principle of abundance is there is always more. More breath, more chance, more choice, more hope, more things, if you want things. There is always more. We never, ever get to a place, even though it can seem like it, and I've been to those places, right? But we never get to a place where we truly are out of options, where we cannot change, where there isn't more available to us. I've been personally to those places where you feel like you ran down a blind alley and you're standing with your nose pressed in the corner and you can't see, breathe, feel, there's no light, no nothing. I've been to those places, but, and you can always turn around from that. And the, the key to that, the tool to that is the energy of the breath. On the next breath in, turn around. On the next breath in, acknowledge there's always more. It's as simple as that. It doesn't have to cost you a million dollars and you go to a nine day seminar where you know. Right. You know, it's interesting because I guess in a, a small nutshell, it's, you know, if one door closes, there's another one opening up. So it may be that what, or could it be, I'm going to ask you, could it be that if you're not achieving what your goal is, could it be that spirit has a different avenue for you and could possibly find something better. Yes. And yes, yes, I agree with you. And it's not so much that spirit has something better for you and was, and is withholding it until you prove yourself worthy. Cause I don't think it right. works like that. I don't either. I, I, yeah. I think it's that you're speaking into something really important. I think it's that spirit always has the best for us. And when we align ourselves with spirit, we can start to see doors appear where we thought there was just a blank wall. One of the things I do agree with about the law of, uh, law of attraction, secret and all that stuff, is that we're magic. We are magic. Um, the fact that I can sit here talking to you, breathing, smiling, that's magic. That I'm alive. How does that even work? I don't even know. We are magic and that thing where we see the door appear is not so much that it was granted to us by a force outside ourselves. It's that when we work in connection with the force that is in us, that we are a co-creator with doors everywhere appear. I love it. I love it. So there are a few people already online and I want to make sure that they understand um, if you would like a, or to touch in or talk to Karen, or would you like a free mini reading? You do need to raise your hand if you are in the live Zoom protocol here, the software. So down below or up above, somewhere on your screen is the raise your hand. So you will need to raise that. And then I'll get you on screen. So make sure that your audio and video is up and running when we decide that it's time to uh, take you on as a viewer, if you will. <laughs> so moving on. So I love that you're saying that we are limitless, that there's a limitless potential. Yeah. Yes. So go ahead. Uh, sorry. I never stop. And not only do we have limitless potential, here's the paradox. This is the wacky part. We have limitless potential, but we are limited. We exist in chronological time. We have physical shells that we inhabit until we drop those shells. We are limitless in within limits. That can either be a big bummer. Oh man, I could do so many things if it weren't for these limits, or it can be, and this is part of the heart of abundance. 
this can be the most exciting playground you have ever inhabited. Because how do I use these limits? Like we have things like, let's say money. How do I use the existence of money and that, and that I can earn that for my gifts or however it is that I'm bringing money? How do I play with that so that I can explore my limitlessness, even though, and including the fact that I am limited. Do you see what I mean? Yep. It can be a lot more fun than, oh man, trapped in my meat sack. I, it's no, what's the good of being limitless? Cause I just, here I sit. And it's, it shifts the energy. When you bring in excitement, when you bring in a higher vibration, all of a sudden stuff starts to change. That's at the base of everything that I teach, I think, um, is that you come at it lightly and you come at it from that place of love. See how excited I get? Go ahead. No, <laughs> That's absolutely fine. I love it because there's so much to learn, really, because we've all been taught that we can manifest just about anything. But if it's for us, if it's right for us, if it's in the right time, then all's a go. But if it's not, then you might as well just be putting all that energy into nothing. Right. And that we can. Uh, I'm just I'll back it up a little bit that we are already manifesting so we manifested our presence here on this call. I got to this call because I showed up and put on my grown-up clothes. I manifest, right, my continued existence by maintaining my physical body. We are already manifesting. So if that's true, and I believe it is true, why not have some fun with it? Why not start from the understanding that we are already in abundance, we are already manifesting, and now let's fine-tune that. Let's tweak that. Considering that... What makes one person more adept at this process and one yeah, mediocre? Um, that's a really interesting question. Um, I, for, I think first I want to look at that idea of somebody who's good at it and somebody who stinks at it. How are we I didn't say stinks. <laughs> right. Okay, you didn't say stinks. You used the word adept, which is much more grown-up. Sorry, grown-up. Grown I said mediocre. <laughs> adept and mediocre. Okay. Um, I want to look at what are the criteria because, like you, right, I get to talk to, I don't know, 1,200-plus people a year, right, doing sessions. I know people who have manifested billions and jillions and zillions of dollars. They aren't abundant because they feel terrible about themselves and their lives and the choice they made. They're lonely and they're angry and they don't understand why and they don't feel connected to spirit. I talk to people who have about $1.50 to their name who are living the most abundant, connected, joyful life. So the first thing I think with that question is just to, um, when you start putting like qualifiers on that, what is the billionaire good at manifesting? I don't know. Is the $1.50 person good at manifest? I don't know. The second part of that I think is that what, makes us good at anything is our willingness to our willingness to shift our perspective and our willingness to be in tune with what is possible for ourselves again we are already manifesting we're manifesting right now so what makes someone good at it might be their willingness to go with the flow and to adjust what's happening as it happens um, do, you, do you see what I mean? Oh, Which yeah, I love that. From, I will say these three affirmations. I have a pony, I have a pony, I have a pony, and then I go and look for the pony. Where's my pony? Oh, man, law of attraction, right. you stink, right? You try it again. I have a pony, I have a pony, I have a pony. There's still no pony. What's the matter with me? Does that mean I'm bad at manifesting? It might mean that I haven't 
either truly desired the pony, I'm not taking any steps. Do I have a barn and hay? Do I know how to ride a horse? What would I do with the pony once I had it? Um, so there's all kinds of different aspects to it. So does Perfect. the person who repeats, I have a pony and doesn't get one, are they bad at manifesting? Well, I don't know. Do you, you know what I mean? Oh, I think that's great. Great analogy, actually. Great analogy. Because so often I myself see clients that... Uh, or even like family members or whatever in, in like the pony reference, you know, I really want this. I really want this. I really want this, but then they sit. And so can you, can you mentally manifest something? Of course you can. However, actions speak very loudly. This is that thing where we're limitless and we're limited at the same time. A lot of times what we mentally manifest when we try to do that is an endless loop of us trying to manifest and then checking to see if it's there yet. Right. And that's what we, when we try to do it just mentally, look, you're in the playground of earth school. Make it happen by using your action, by using your desire, by using your gift. Make, right, make, it, make it happen that way. The other thing about affirmations, I think, is we use them to beat ourselves up. So affirmations like, I am now reaching my ideal weight. I am now reaching my ideal weight. <laughs> and I say that I'm not reaching my ideal weight, right? My abundant chins. I don't have multiple chins. I don't have, but yes, I do. They're right here. <laughs> so another, right. Another way of, of manifesting might be to say, I see these abundant chins and I love them and I'm open to shifting them. Right. Oh. If it's alignment for me, I love them and I'm open to shift them. I see now the physicality that I have manifested and I am open to change, to growth, to healing spirit move through me and help me shift this. If it is to be that if I just stand in front of the mirror and I'm trying to stare at myself and manifest a different, I, I don't, maybe other people, can, I can't do that. It doesn't work that way for me. So the, the affirmations that we use to beat ourselves up are not really affirmations. And there ought to be a law, I think, that you should be like, stop that with those affirmations that hurt you. I agree. So because we use the understanding that there's always more, what happens when we allow ourselves to feel like that? Like, why can't, why is it so difficult sometimes to understand that it's like the universe or God or whatever is ever abundant? I think because of that paradox, the limitless and the limited, we get the idea that God's spirit is outside of us. And so all of this start, everything starts, the spiritual journey starts, healing starts, intuitive awakening starts, everything starts when we bring ourselves into the present moment and realize that the divine is moving through us, like animating us right now. And from that place, when we realize that, when we realize that that I, what I'm going to call God, God, spirit, source, light, doesn't matter. The labels are for us. Those are handy, sure. like post-it notes to put on the concept. But when we realize that God is in us, that spirit moves through us, all of a sudden it's easier to open up to those possibilities. Our like limited human existence tells us that we should be able to control and quantify and direct our lives. We can do that, yes, but very often not in the way that we think we can, right? We, everything that we do is through the grace of that spiritual presence in us, I believe, that animating force. And so we can open up to abundance most clearly and strongly when we are aware of that force that's in us. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. So that abundant force, which is in all of us, can change our inner life, our outer life. And if we allow it, because, some, you know, we have free will, so we can just totally say whatever. But if we yeah. allow it to help us reach that abundant state or manifest what we're looking for in our lives, it's already there. And the principle of abundance, right? There is always more. When we find that we are manifesting something that we really hate, that we don't like, that we want to change, because there is always more, more chance, more hope, more breath, more time, more room for us, we can then tap into that heart of abundance and shift those circumstances. It does not always happen the way we think it's going to happen because spirit works with us in subtle and unusual ways. But when we're in that flow, it we're magic. Like I said, it happens. For those of you who are just joining the live webinar, we're talking about the heart of abundance. And Karen soon has a course coming up that she's um, promoting and that we're talking about today. So Karen, with all of this, what is the heart of abundance? Um, you are the heart of abundance. I am the heart of abundance, right? It's us. Um, you hold now the gift of the heart of abundance. You've always held it. The heart of abundance is reaching in through the heart chakra in the present moment, your awareness of your power. And no matter how wonderful or how lousy things are for you right now, an awareness of your divine worth, your beauty, how much you are loved. And I'm serious, no matter what kind of day you're having or how you feel, the heart of abundance is you and your relationship with the divine. From there, we can work with that to help you in, I'm putting this in ironic quotation marks, get what you want, because of course, as you move through abundance, what you want changes. You find out that what you attract, maybe you want to shift that or change it. You thought you really wanted the pony and it turned out actually that you were interested in, I don't know, something else instead. But the heart of abundance starts with you. I'm writing that class. I made a free thing. Um, yay, I, I put on grown-up clothes and I made a free thing. This is a very good day for me. Um, if you go to karenhager.com slash abundant, you will find a little thing to click on. If you shoot your first name and your email address over, I'm going to send you a prayer that I recorded, an audio I recorded. It's about, I don't know, it's like two and a half minutes long that's designed to help you start to open that heart space, to help you feel into that place of, um, it's not just asking for, it's knowing that you are one with divine flow and divine flow is one with you. If you'd like that prayer, um, you go to karenhager.com slash abundance, shoot me your email address and you get that right away. You don't have to like confirm the email and then wait for a couple hours and then check your thing. You just, you put it in and there it is. I hate all that. Don't you hate that where you have to like yes. put it in thing and then you wait and then it's a year later and then you get, nah, I don't exactly. Do I've lost interest or I forgot what it was all about. Yeah. Right? That's right. The email pops in. You're like, confirm my subscription. Did I subscribe? What is that? So, <laughs> What was that? That's yeah. <clears throat> So can you share something that is um, possibly, along with the meditation, of course, which is extremely helpful, can you share something that is like super easy, easy peasy stuff that the practical person and listener can do right now yeah. to feel into that 
heart of abundance because I know not everybody knows what a heart chakra is. So let's, you know, can you give us a little uh, example of that? Yeah, baby, I got a million of them. Um, Good. The, probably the e the easiest one and one that you can do wherever you are, whatever you're doing right now. So stop multitasking for just, it'll only take a second. Um, you put your hands on your heart. I don't mean like your Pledge of Allegiance heart. I mean your heart chakra. So you put your hands right in the center of your chest. And as you breathe into that space, that's your, look, you just found your heart chakra. That is the gateway between the physical and the spiritual, the gateway between the limit and the limitless. It's where we hold the energy of healing moving through us. And most importantly for this, it's where we hold the energy of the present moment. Being here right now. Oh, it's difficult to stay in the present moment. We can only do it for like seconds at a time. But as you put your hands here and you take that breath in, on the in-breath, you might want to say to yourself, I am here. And on the out-breath, I open to more. So on the in-breath, I am here. And when you're ready on the out-breath, I am open to more. What that does, that, what did that take? I don't know, a quarter of a second. You can do that in line at the grocery store. You can do that in the middle of a fight with your partner over the bills. You can do that when you wake up in the morning and before you go to sleep at night. It doesn't cost you anything, no nine-day seminar on, right? It's you, the physical connection is important because it's not just mentally, I am here, 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 where's my pony, I'm here. You are physically <laughs> connecting and opening up. I am here, a statement of presence. I'm here, I am present on my journey. I take responsibility, the divine flows through me. And from that place of being here, I am open to more. I have done this meditation as I went through the MRI machine. I have done this meditation on turbulent flights. And it's not, it doesn't even count as a meditation. It's so simple. It's the physical. And a lot of this stuff is so simple. We make it complicated because we think if it's super complicated, it means more. And then we'll get the pony. But the truth is, you are connecting with something inside you. I am here and I am open to more. Another very practical thing that you can do is to be open to showing gratitude in your life. And here's a place where that sarcastic affirmation thing, at least if you're me, because I run sarcastic anyway, is going to creep in. So if your gratitude journal looks like, thanks universe for not being able to pay the mortgage this month. That's awesome. Hey, thanks for the six new chins I got. That's yay. Way to go universe. If your gratitude journal looks like that, you might want to try to soften that and take it down a little bit so that even if what you are grateful for is thank you for the way the light comes in. Thank you for this breath that I take. Thank you for my dog or my cat or my goldfish or the bird outside my window. Thank you source for another day of being alive, this breath, this moment, this openness. So shifting the way you look at gratitude can help a lot because even in the lousiest, darkest, scariest times, there is always light. That's how you know, that's how you can see where the dark is, right? There's always light. And that gratitude practice helps you find the more, even if things are a little bit tight and scary. So those are a couple practical things you can do. I love that. It's very, I would say very comforting, to be honest with you. 
because, you know, as I put my hands on my chest, I could actually feel, of course, you feel your heartbeat. And that tells you, you know what, you're alive and you should be grateful for everything that you've been given. Not just what you're manifesting, but what you've already been given. And you're right. It could be the squirrel outside or the bird or the lights or whatever. The heat in right. the middle of the frigid winter. <laughs> hey, polar right. vortex. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and it, and it's grateful for, so I'm sorry. It's, it's, but it's also being grateful for not just, I appreciate the life I've given because shame on you. Why don't you appreciate the life that you've been given? That's where we, we've got a lot of old voices, right? Whether it's our mothers or our a boss said it to us, right? What's the matter with you? Be grateful for what you have. It, it's more like that delightful playground I was talking about earlier. I so do you have a launch date for this class? Uh, the class will launch when I finish writing it. Mm. Um, <laughs> no pressure, no pressure, right? No, launch date, I don't know, today, 4 p.m. Um, when you go to karenhager.com slash abundance and you sign up for that, you'll be on the waiting list so that you know when registration opens. What I'd love to do is get this out by the end of February because it's, here's, and here's why. We are so divided, so reactive. We are kind of interface and connecting with ourselves now from that place of scarcity in everything we do. It's why we're fighting with each other. It's why you turn on the TV and you see a bunch of red-faced six-year-olds screaming at each other. And that's on like every side of the political spectrum, right? Uh, for me and for the work that I do and for the teaching that I'm trying to bring into the world, I feel like it's important for us to have some resources, practical resources, to come back and feel into the more instead of always focusing on what one guy got that the other one didn't or how we're not understood or how it'll, it's so important to have that positive voice in the world. So I'd like to get this out by the end of February because of the way I do this work, which is very organic. It's just me. I don't have people. I don't have a staff of 90 people or a robot Butler right. or people creating content for me. When I am putting classes out, when I'm engaging with people, it's always me showing up exactly as I am from the place of the present moment. So I hope the class will be out by the end of February. You'll know if you sign up for that list, but it'll be done when I write it. <laughs> That's right. I get it because I'm the solopreneur as well. And, you know, it all comes down to what our schedule dictates and when we have time and desire or whatever. And yeah. how spirit moves us because look at us being limitless in the limited there's only a certain number of hours in a day. There are only a certain number of clients we can serve, only a certain number of classes we can teach. And we've also said, spirit, move through us, give us ideas, help us, help us create things. So to me, it's about the time that all that comes together. And I've learned the hard way over the years that if I, that I can't push it because when I push it, it's not authentic. And when it's not authentic, what am, what am I, what's the point? Mm -hmm. I get it. It yeah. becomes very mechanical. Yeah, I get it. I totally understand. Yes, I do. So when you're inspired, that's when it will happen. And you have to trust that that um, it'll be in divine timing. Well, and it's because you and I are both channels, I think. Is it all right to say that word to you, right? Yeah. Channel? Sure. Um, because we're both channels, it also has to do with allowing spirit to speak through you and for me personally, as I write and teach, and I'm always, I'm always creating new, if you guys have been following me for a while, I'm always creating new stuff, and there's always something fun happening over here in the playground. Um, it has to do with making the time and the space within those limits for that to happen. 
And because there's always more, I have room to create all the things I need to create. So it's a good. I love it. I love it. So Karen, you mentioned um, your website and of course I will post all the links on the show page as well as probably oh. do little, little clips on the, right on the video after it's edited. Thanks. But can you tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you, please? Sure. Um, the website is karenhager.com. So that's K-A-R-E-N-H-A-G-E-R.com. And once you're there, that's the, that's the opening to my playground. So you can book a private session if you want to find out about classes and events that are coming quick on the, on the air page to see who's coming up on the radio show. Um, all the stuff is there at karenhager.com slash abundance. <laughs> get that, get that free meditation and then you'll know. Um, so that's the best way to connect with me. People ask me all the time, will I text them with my availability? Um, please know that the best way to reach me is email, always email. I read from the energy of the voice and I don't connect intuitively unless we're voice to voice. So although you can call my office and leave a message, I will respond via email. So email is always the best way to reach me. And that is Karen, K-A-R-E-N at Karen Hager, H-A-G-E-R.com. So those, that's how to get to me. I love that. So, and also, so I, before we get to the, the little mini sessions here, did you have a special event or a special discount for those people who are watching? And if so, yes. up to what date? Um, so here's the thing about me and discounts. I'm, I love them. And I think we should have more because there's always more. Um, for the listeners, people who are tuning in here, if you use the coupon code radio, so R-A-D-I-O, radio, when you are booking online, you go to karenhager.com, click book the reading, you put in, you choose a session date and time, you put in your name and email address, and then you'll see a little thing pop up that says have a coupon code. Why, yes, you do. It's radio. Type that in and the session price goes down 20%. That coupon code can be used once with each email address that you put in. So, hey, you got five email addresses, use them up, baby, because abundance, there's always more. It does not ever expire, but it is lift, list, uh, limited to your email address. So it's the limitless within the limited. Look at that. <laughs> coupon code radio and 20%. Imagine that. Hmm. I love that. Thing. I love that. So would you like to do some readings? Uh, yes, I'd love to. I'm kind wonderful, of excited. Wonderful, wonderful. So we'll fill up probably the rest of the hour with readings. So we'll get to as many people as possible doing a, an appropriate and thorough job. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so no, and I'm not saying that to you, Karen. I'm saying that to all those who are tuning in, they want this magic reading and it's going to be short and sweet, my little chicklets. And um, if, if I'm inappropriate, I please punish me severely. I deserve it. I'm so sorry. Honey, if you're inappropriate, you're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I should let people know I read from the energy of the voice. So please um, don't, I can't see the chat. I'm not going to have anything open. So ask me your question. Right. I may have my nope. eyes open. Or, they, will sorry, my eyes on open. The, they will be on your computer screen. So right. you will be able to see them as well as hear them. Okay. I so might close my eyes and it doesn't yep. mean I find them unattractive. And if I go on too long, stop me because you know how I go. I do a five hour <laughs> reading and then it'll be, <laughs> well, so everybody, you will come on muted and I will unmute you once you're on. So make sure that your audio and your video are up and running. So the first person I'm going to take and promote to panelist is Terry. So it does take a couple seconds for you to come on. So make sure you're good to go. And I'm going to unmute you. And where are you walking, Terry? Where are you going? Where are we going? <laughs> I just unmuted her. Hang on.
Hang on, Terry. On mute now. Hi. Oh, there you go. Hi. Hi, Terry. How are you? I'm good, honey. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Good. You have a question for Karen? I just want to know um, what I need to know right now. Terry, make it more specific for me because as soon as you start to talk, you've got like 78 guides around you. So um, which of the 78 <laughs> things that you need to know right now, What? get more specific with me, please. Well, I'm trying to sell my condo and move and I just want to know like what the immediate future has. And um, um, also starting to branch out and I'm getting back into my tarot. And, yeah, baby. Or there we go. Stuff. Yeah. So really um, fun stuff. Um, so have you ever, have you ever been, have you ever been in a hammock? You know, that feeling where the webbing is underneath you, do you know like what a hammock is and you get in and you swing back yeah. and forth. So when you start to talk about your condo and the future, what your guides are like, yeah, yeah, that'll work out. That's really good. You start to talk about the re yeah, you're fine. So you sell the condo and you go and it's good and it's exactly right for you. Cause you know that cause you're making it happen. Oh, when you start to talk about tarot and especially if you were to start to think about working more deeply with the cards because you don't need those cards, do you? Nah, you don't need those cards. So if you were to start thinking about a different kind of relationship with the cards, really letting those draw you into your own natural gifts, your guides build you a hammock when I say that. And it's that feeling of lying back in perfect ease and just being moved back and forth by the back and forth by the current, the practical things. It's time to sell that condo. It's past time to sell the condo. So you're, you sell the condo and you go moving, right? It, you sold the condo, so it's time to move. But oh, your spiritual gifts. If you were to, if I was, if I had to like pick one of the, cause you do, you like 78 voices around you. If I had to pick the one most important thing, Terry, it's keep going and, and look deeper than you're looking now. Okay. In your intuitive development, look deeper in your connection with spirit and oh, look deeper into those cards. Tarot is a wonderful outlet for you, but that's mm -hmm. not the whole shebang you got. Oh, you've got so much more. And you're just like at the beginning, it's like you're just opening the door and looking in. So that makes me feel great. Does that, am I helping with your question? I love that. You are. You are. I love that. Wonderful. Well, at thanks, least Terry. I know me, so. <laughs> thanks, Terry. Thank you, honey. Love you. Thanks, Terry. Love it, you, babe. So I can tell you, she is a wonderful medium. She really is. Um, she's taken some classes for me, and I know her personally, like through through work. And she's very gifted. She's very gifted. So, but she had set it down for a little bit. So it's as you mentioned. So I love that, Karen. That you said, "Come on, girlfriend, let's get back <laughs> to the ball game." I love that. Very, very good. So the next person I'm going to promote to panelist is Danielle. Let's make sure she gets on. It takes just a second. It's exciting waiting for the little picture to pop up. Where will I they know. be? On the beach in an office? She could be invisible. It happens sometimes. People are so spiritual that you just can't see them. <laughs> and that could be. I love it. I love it. Yeah, unfortunately, she's not coming on. So ask to start video let me do one oh. more thing on my end to see if we can get her up and running and if not then we'll have to ship her off back into oh, there she is oh hey hi Danielle. hi hi do you have a question for karen my future holds or any you know spirits around me that could maybe help me in my daily life i guess 
Um, so Danielle, it's hard for me to, to hear you kind of properly. I think you were asking about what guides and spirits were around you to help you in your daily life. Is that right? You have a specific, so we've all got a boatload of guides, right? Terry, we were just talking to you, had like 78 guides around it. We've all come with a giant boatload, like a big toolkit, a cheering section. But when you talk to me right now, you specifically have a guide around you um, who is around your care and maintaining of your physical body and your physical health. There's an issue going, this is the part where I say I'm not a medical intuitive, I was a theater major, please don't take your medical advice from a theater major, because that would be silly and all kinds of wrong, right? Don't do that. But you've got a guide around you specifically around, um, around the throat, around the thyroid, and around, what do you call this right here, like your lymph nodes, all around in here, I've got a guide kind of pointing to that area of your body. That means pay attention to your respiratory health, pay attention to your throat, be sure you're telling the truth. And I know you can, I can tell you're an honest person, right? So you tell the truth in your real life. Be sure you're telling the truth to yourself. Because if you're not, when you, when you don't, what can happen is sometimes that can come into the physical body and manifest in ways that are just, that's unnecessary. Why not? So when you say what, who's around me, you got a guide pointing right here to the throat. Because your voice is powerful and because my sense is that you, you know you have a powerful voice, it might be fun for you in your abundance playground to practice using that voice out loud, saying it out loud, making, when you talk, things happen. And so I think sometimes you might swallow that power because you know that when you, <laughs> you know that when you talk, things happen. Does that make sense what I'm saying? You know yeah, what I mean? Love it. Yeah. Um, because you are somebody who you like, you go fast, you work hard, you really like you, you're right in there. Not, there's no lazy energy around about you, right? That fast pace is also something that can affect this area of the body. So if you start to feel uncomfortable, just slow it down and be gentle with yourself. Okay. Be sure that you're letting yourself receive the truth of what your body needs. If I thought you had a scary health thing, I'd find a way to tell you, or I'd tell you afterwards or right. But you don't have a scary health thing. There's nothing scary, but when they point like that, it means it's, there's something I need to look at. Yeah. We need to focus. Does that thank make sense? You, yeah. Thank you I so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Next we have Cheryl H coming on. So Cheryl H, I only say H because there's a couple Cheryl's. That's so why, that's why I've got oh, it. Where'd on. you go? There you are. All of a sudden your, your, uh, your video cut out. So Cheryl, how can Karen help you? A um, couple of things. I have a very, very um, life-changing meeting coming up, and I'm wondering how, if we see that going favorably. Okay. And I have Let's... three elderly people in my life I'm kind of concerned about. Well, let's touch in with one, okay? Yeah. Look, I, let, me, let me start with your meeting. I think this is going to be kind of quick because, see, you already, you've already got all this under control, um, right? Cheryl, you're, you're – you're, powerful. You've already got all this under control. The elderly people you're concerned about, you've done everything you can. I can't imagine a way to do more. Does that make sense? So your time, your energy, your everything, I can't imagine doing more. We're at a place, and, and these three go together. So I doubt they're all sitting in the same room, but when I look at them energetically, they're all like sitting on top of each other. You've yes. done everything you can do. And now there's, now we're to the place where time and nature and their paths take their course. So stand by them, be an advocate, okay. be loving, but you did everything you can. Can you, without saying anything you don't want to say in front of the world, give me a little information about that meeting? What are we discussing? Because it 
not only is it life-changing, it's, it's- It involves my health. Yeah. It involves my health. Um, first thing I, that I need to say, there is no outcome in which you are not safe. And I, okay. I, if I, and if I had time to spend an hour just looking you in the eye and saying you, that to you, I would do that for an hour. There is no outcome in which you are not safe. However, in, interventions come in, and I would guide you to open up to and accept and welcome that intervention. There is no outcome where you are not safe. Does this make sense to you? Yes. You are held, but we got to make some changes. And if the outcome of that meeting is, as I think it is, that somebody goes, wait a minute, we, we got to make these changes. We got to jump on this. Then instead of resisting that or being in fear, we're, of course, we're in fear because we're the people and that's what we do. We are in fear, right? But as much as you can, step back from that fear because you're already safe. Because chronological time's an illusion, right? Past, present, and future, we need that so that we stay sane, right? In spirit, everything's happening all at once. It's like a delightfully layered pastry. Because for you, you have already lived through this and gotten through it in perfect health and safety. You just are now stuck in the chronological time part where you gotta go to the meeting and hear the news. Does that make sense? Okay. So you okay. are perfectly safe we got there's some okay. stuff that needs to be done so don't resist that okay am i answering your question okay okay yes. great well cheryl thank you. thank you for tuning in and and taking a shot at getting a free reading we i love having you on take care my dear thank you thank you and i love the way it looked like feathers coming out of her head i, I love the way it looked like she had like the world's coolest i know hair. it was so cool yep it was very cool take another let's take katie i want to pull a card for katie i haven't even seen katie Go um, ahead. do you think it's okay if i do that yeah hi right, so it's i've got show. Hi, you can do whatever you want wait i can do whatever hi, I want. wait whatever i want or did you just mean the cards the yeah, cards probably okay <laughs> hi katie <laughs> hi katie so i've got the energy i can't hear you honey you need to either speak up or come Increase your value or something. Is that better? Oh, much better. Thank you. Hi. Oh, hello. Um, so I've got, so this is, do I have the box? So I have, this is the Energy Oracle. This is my very favorite deck. I don't know why I want to draw a card for you, but I'm going to do it. Is it okay if I do that before you ask a question? Sure. Okay. Okay. So the card that you got, this is really funny based on what we're talking about here. The card that you got is, can you see it? Angel of Love. Um, it is about softening because you come in to me with you high standards, high, right? I'm going to do it. You've got high standard. You hold everybody else to a lower standard than you hold yourself. This card is about bringing in the softness, bringing in to me. I love the, like the soft, gentle pink energy of this card, bringing in that softness for yourself. You are empathic. So you carry a lot of energy for other people. And that can also make it really hard to be out and about in the regular world because it feels like people are splashing you with their stuff all the time. So I'm sorry, I didn't even let you ask, welcome to my world, I didn't even let you ask a question. So please soften that energy so you're not beating yourself up all the time. What can I take a look at for you? What's going on? So I'm kind of like at a crossroads right now, career-wise. Um, I'm a psychic medium as well and started my business and then for some reason, I kind of like lost the passion for it one day. It just stopped. And I was like, is this the right time? And I've had another career move that's been like 
kind of hitting me a lot. Yeah. And so I'm yeah. like, should I look at this or should I just stay the path and continue my, my business doing readings? Um, okay. Another kind of part of the law of abundance that we didn't sort of get to is that nobody's going to make you do anything against your will. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to come over there, grab you by the scruff of the neck and hold you till you do more readings. I'm not right. I'm not going to do that. And nobody's going to make you do that. Spirit's not going to make you do that. You will not be compelled or forced or made to do anything that you don't want to do. Super important because the people with the high standards often force themselves to do things. What I might guide you to do is step back and look at your business and, and, and ask yourself in a non-sarcastic or shaming way, do I love this? Is spirit calling me to do this? If the answer is yes, it may be that there's a different way for you to interact with your clients, a different way for you to bring through the messages that doesn't put so much strain on you. Because um, I'm asking my guys if this is okay to say. So this is okay to say. Um, you are one of those people who's giving healing to everybody but yourself. You're bringing messages through for everybody but yourself. And you aren't always putting in the good energetic boundaries that keep you safe and clean. If you do this work and if you go in, you're intense in your work, right? You're intense. You're good. You get to the heart of it fast. Okay. You're the real deal. When you do that without good energetic protection, you burn out and you flame out and it can, and then it's hard to pick up the pieces. Yeah. So ask yourself, do I love this? Is this what I want to do? And then put those good energetic protections around yourself. When I ask my guides, is this the right business for her? My guide says it's the right path for you it and clearly obviously like no kid it's like you somebody wrote it across your forehead in marker right yes obviously the right path for you and it may not be the right business for you okay so i may not be putting pressure on those readings to support my family of 12 or manifest my yacht or whatever it is come at it from the place of love does it am i answering your question yeah yep. yeah um when you have a gift like that, now we've had three really gifted intuitives so far. What have I done? Three readings, three really gifted intuitives. When you have a gift like that, it shines out of you and you cannot stop it. So you can try to stop it, try to put limits around it, or you can say, okay, this shines out of me. How do I work with the light that comes out of me? That's what they're talking about with you. Okay. Does, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you very much for trusting me to. I love that. Thank you. I love that. Thank you, Katie. So is everybody who watches your show an incredibly gifted intuitive? Or is this just like no, it's an incredibly gifted intuitive day? It's kind of rare. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Well, I think that there I think that we're in a place, Lisa, where more and more people are understanding and waking up to the fact that they've got these gifts and they need to use them. Yes. And it and so it it's it's odd, but it also kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. And finally, Karen, can you once again <laughs> tell everybody how they can get in touch with you, please? Um, sure. Uh, best way to please don't ask me to text you because I can't and I, I won't. And it don't text me because it's a landline and then I won't get it. And then you're going to say, why didn't I reply to the text? And Okay, so don't do that. To get in touch with me, go to KarenHager.com, K-A-R-E-N-H-A-G-E-R.com. And from there, you can click the book a reading button. You can click on the link for Heart of Abundance. I'm doing an online gallery reading this coming Saturday. So Saturday, the whatever, that will be like nine or I don't have the calendar. This coming Saturday, um, I do those once a month. That's limited to a group of eight people. 
um, you come in, it's $22 and 22 cents. Cause I love the, anyway, cause I work for myself and I can set my own prices. So look, 22, 22, um, it's affordable. It's fun. Everybody in that circle gets about a seven minute reading from me. So more than we could do today. You can get information about the online gallery readings, find out more about the heart of abundance, book a private session, come to class, listen to the radio show. All that's at karenhager.com. I can't do readings over email cause it's not my gift, but if anything I said here has raised a question for you, if you want to know more, if you've got something you want to share, you can always email me karen at karenhager.com. I welcome those emails and I try to get back to everybody within 24 hours. Sometimes I can't do that because again, it's just me and no robot butler and I get, ah! but I do my best to reply to every single email. So mm -hmm. thank you. I do have to say that if you are not on Karen's email list, that's something you really got to do because she always has such a beautiful audio message that's always listed on the emails. And it's just, it's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So for sure, sign up for her email list. So Karen, thank you. Thank you. Oh, so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a joy having you on the show. Thank you. Surely you always. Noticed. As always. Thank you. Surely you have noticed that I love you and that I love your work. Oh. And I'm really grateful for the chance to be, to be here. So thank you. Thank you very much. And thanks for sharing me with your listeners too, your viewers. Very good. Very good. So everybody, Karen, I'm going to put you to panelist and love you, girl. Mwah. You too. Thank you. So everybody, wow, wow, wow. The Heart of Abundance seminar uh, class that she's writing, it's coming up, so don't miss it. As always, I'm Lisa Busan. I've been a professional reader for almost 30 years, and you can reach me at Lisa at Lisa Busan or LisaBusan.com or MediumLisa.com. Until next week or until... I change things up, which might be just Facebook Live for all you lovelies out there. May you seek the divine, be the divine, and read the divine. God bless. Mwah.